0: Hi there, this is Mark Lloyd, and on the night shift this week, we felt compelled to do a very, very special tribute to the life and the talent of the incredible Tina Turner. I was joined in the studio by drummer Eddie Parsons and guitarist Kel Jenkins, who shared their thoughts on her incredible career. We also played her music and caught up with many of our listeners, who told us exactly what she had meant to their musical upbringing. So do enjoy the podcast and join me live on the show. Nights 8 through 10 here on Dubai I 103.8. You're listening to the UAE's number one talk radio station.
1: This is the night shift
0: with Mark Lloyd on Dubai I 103.8. A very warm welcome into the show once again. A very special show and um, a show that is an absolute honour to do. As celebrities and fans have been paying tribute to Tina Turner, the soul star behind hits like Simply the Best and What's Love Got to Do With It, who sadly died last night at the age of 83. Beyoncé said she was the epitome of passion and power, while Sir Mick Jagger has called her a wonderful friend and enormously talented. Um, she's also been praised by Mariah Carey and Oprah Winfrey. And the Obamas praised her for singing her truth through joy and through pain.
2: You know, every now and then, I think you might like to hear something from us. Nice. easy. There's just one thing. You see, we never, ever do nothing. Nice easy.
3: We always but do it I
2: never lost nice one minute and rough. And I but we're going to take the beginning of this song and do it easy. Big wheel, keep but then we're going to do the finish. Turning. Rough. Proud Mary. It's the way we keep do. Burning. Proud Mary. And we're rolling.
0: Smoking band and a smoking singer and uh, we pay tribute to the late great Tina Turner and it's a real pleasure to have two of my great friends join me in the studio who know what they're talking about when it comes to music. I shall welcome the one and only Eddie Parsons. Great to see you sir hi mark and good evening everybody and of course kel jenkins guitarist kel who joins me most um uh thursday nights and um we had something else planned <laughs> and we we're going to be talking <laughs> cool and the gang but we just had to change it all yeah. and pay tribute to uh, tina turner thoughts on tina turner
1: oh where to start well you've seen it coined a lot today the queen of like rock and soul um she started all this i think she's like the biggest influence for all female singers and i think some people forget that it's not just that voice it's the performance and you listen to this track and you can just feel you can see her dancing around yeah. you feel yeah. the energy of it and she was bearing in mind, this was released in 1971. Still sounds really fresh, still gets you moving, and I think that's that's her energy just oozes out of the record,
0: yeah and I mean that there's an absolutely incredible band on there, um Eddie, but she's still up and above it all, isn't she? you know that voice just cuts through the whole lot of them,
4: yeah, it's almost magical, isn't it, and um it was interesting that John Fogerty, who originally wrote the song and recorded it with Credence, Clearwater Revival, was so happy that Tina had done a cover of it, <laughs> and it was real, right, He was quoted as saying it was like just blew CCR out of
1: the water, yeah, and he yeah. was happy for
4: yeah. for that. And it just sort of launched everything through yeah. that period because obviously, with uh, I Can Tina review, they were primarily a soul outfit through the early 60s but there's a lot to talk about and i'm sure there is a lot to talk we'll about cover.
0: of course it's not been all um, ups for tina turner she's had a lot of downs in her career and her life and walked away from from ike with nothing except her yeah. name
1: yeah her name her voice her passion her attitude and i think that's the thing that really comes across um, I mean, the fact that there's a film about her, the musical for her is still running till this day. Yeah, yeah. And it's just an incredible story. But it's very inspiring because at the centre of it has been her passion for music, her passion for expression, her professionalism behind it. And it's just her, her energy, even when she kind of had her second part of her career, kind of in the 80s mm, and 90s, mm, which mm. we'll come on to later. Yeah. She had as much energy then as uh, the young pups of the day. And I think that's the thing, <laughs> you know, taken into consideration her whole life. I think that was the one constant that kept her going throughout the whole lot, is that she could go back to music, she could go back to performing, and she could get that expression out, and, um, yeah, an absolute joy to behold. Of
0: course, uh, we talked to a lot of musicians on this show. I reached out to a few of them um, today to uh, ask their thoughts and their memories. Uh, One of them, uh, the great singer, soul singer in Dubai, Shanice Michaels.
3: Hi, guys, this
2: is Shanice Michaels, and saying my message to the beautiful Tina Turner The voice, the life, this goddess will always be remembered with her strength and will always remain to be simply the best. Tina, thank you so much for the music and the inspiration. As a singer, I look up to you always. And the world will always remember and honor you forever. We are proud of you, Tina. Keep on rocking in heaven and we'll keep your music alive in our hearts. And in our minds, thank you so much.
0: Shanice, oh, I'm not nearly in tears with that. Shanice, <laughs> well so amazing uh, the stuff there from uh, one of the best singers for me in this city, uh, I call her the Queen of Soul. Um, I also reached out to uh, the concert promoter, Thomas Overson.
5: What is that uh, news with regards to one of the all-time greatest performers? They say it takes a um, challenging life to... Uh, get the performing arts to the highest level. I think she uh, she had that and she did that. One of the artists I never managed to work with, I've seen her live show and it was unbelievable. She was such a um, fascinating and inspiring artist and um, a lot of her music will, will live forever.
0: It certainly will. And uh, as, as you said earlier on, Kel, kind of two mm. separate uh, you know times, um, eras yeah. of her career. I want to play something called Nutbush City Limits, which of course was, I think, the big hit yeah. uh, with with Ike, Eddie. This was um, you know the big song, really, from Ike and Tina Turner.
4: Yeah, and I've played it many times. I'm sure Kel has yeah, too. It's yeah. a, a classic, and it was one of the the early songs that really put them on the map yeah
0: No, from the early part of uh, Tina Turner's career, Ike and Tina Turner, of course, uh, probably the biggest hit for them, uh, Nutbush City Limits, um, yeah. that kind of, I don't know, psychedelic guitar, snare drums right up in the mix, so I know Eddie's going to say that, um, but a great <laughs> track. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's I think the guitar I absolutely adore fuzz pedal wah which we spoke about yeah, the other yeah, week. Yeah. But then her voice comes in and whilst the guitar's really, really aggressive and really funky and the snare like Eddie Snares like banging there, the moment she comes in, she's owning the whole thing. It's yeah. just her voice is sensational. But um yeah, it came out August nineteen seventy three. Um it charted number four in the UK, number twenty in the US. It's about a, her home her hometown, Nutbush. Um, and it sold three million worldwide and came from the album "Nutbush City Limits" again in 1973.
0: Yeah, and that was the big hit I think that they yeah. longed for because they'd gone quite some time as I Can See a Turner, but had not had that breakthrough single Eddie, and this definitely did it.
4: This one did it, and it's it's really interesting when you listen to it now with the magic headphones, as we always talk about yeah, yeah. here in the studio, how this song builds. I mean, it's just bass drum and snare drum. And then halfway through the song, all of a sudden the hi-hat comes in and it's perfect and her voice as Kels was saying it's just, it's just magical and yet there's no treatments on it, there's
0: no effects it's not being compressed and stuffed with this that, mm-hmm. it's just this is it So Elton John actually called Turner a total legend on record and on stage he said we've lost one of the world's most exciting and electric performers, she was untouchable and Welsh star Dame Shirley Bassey recalled how Turner really gave it her everything and was a fantastic performer. Just some of the quotes um, from legends when it comes to the world of music. And also, um, we've been talking to people here in Dubai about their thoughts. And of course, each and every week, Phil Pendlebury and uh, Louise Shufflebottom, two great musicians Phil, of course, a producer, Louise, a great singer, um, come on the show and we review brand new albums. Here's what they had to say about what Tina Turner has meant to them.
6: Good evening, Mark, and hope you're doing well. Phil Pendlebury here. So, Tina Turner. I first came across Tina in 1975, as she played the Acid Queen in the Tommy musical, which was written by Pete Townsend of The Who. It was an amazing musical, and she played an incredible role on that. I thought, who is this amazing lady strutting around the screen? It was, of course, Tina Turner. There's no cover band in Dubai that hasn't been asked to perform simply the best, simply the best written by Holly Knight and Mike Chapman, infamous songwriters. And because it's been done so often, you kind of take it for granted. But if you have chance, I implore you to listen to the original song because the performance and the production is incredibly powerful. Her live performances was second to none. She had it all. Amazing looks and a fantastic voice to go along with it. So yes, it's a very sad day and a very sad loss to the music world. RIP Tina Turner.
0: That was Phil Pendlebury. Here's what Louise, fabulous singer herself, had to say.
3: It's always a strange thing to be kind of affected when someone essentially that you don't know personally has passed away. But when someone is as iconic and prolific um, of a singer, performer, person as Tina Turner, you can't help but not be kind of taken aback by the loss of such an icon and such a legend. Um, You know, we've all got our own memories, our own kind of favourites, memories or, like, you know performances that we've ever watched of such an incredible incredible woman and the fact that she was the first woman and the first woman of color on Rolling Stone magazine is just incredible a true true legend a true fighter a true just icon I can't say the word iconic enough
0: Iconic indeed. Um, Now, we're coming to a piece of music from the second phase of her career that we're going to play next, uh, Kel. Mm -hmm. And, uh, of course, um, this is when Mark Knopfler got involved um, with things and suddenly she was back on top again.
1: Yeah, I think it was at that uh, amazing time in the kind of 80s where she kind of Almost found a resurgence in herself, and this was this ended up being her biggest album. And I'll say the Namely album in a sec because it's the yeah. title yeah, right. <laughs> of this particular song as well. But I think during that period, it really showed the quality of her art and what she did. She still looked relevant, although at that time she was like kind of a little bit older than than the the kind of modern pop. Pop Divas of the Day. I think she
0: could hold her own, though, couldn't she,
1: eh? Oh, just. Oh, just. (laughs) And even remember, it was interesting what we just said there about her being a performer, and I remember her at Live Aid when she came on with Mick Jagger. Yeah, and they did "State of Shock," and that was just electric. The two of those together, and uh, and this track is really really nice. As as we said, written by Mark Knopfler, who we uh, we mentioned a little, uh, a little while ago on um, when we were talking about Dire Straits, and um, and this has become like kind of one of her signature songs. And I think it's just the musicality, if the musicality of Mark Knopfler and his writing, this really shows off the kind of softer side of her voice and the kind of emotion mm. of her voice like Nutbush is like really really in your face and this is gorgeous this is um private dancer
0: yeah Eddie, thoughts on on this chain lovely groove isn't there on this song yeah
4: yeah it's a beautiful song and so well produced and um as kel's was saying it's it's just got it, it re re-energized everything for her in the early part of the 80s
2: I have a husband and some children, yeah, I guess I want a family, all the men come in these places, and the men are all the same.
0: Absolutely epic stuff One of our listeners messaging in saying Saw Tina Turner at the Abu Dhabi Hilton Hotel Ballroom in the early 80s Wow And then later at uh, Woburn in the UK Both absolutely brilliant shows So she has been to the UAE Anybody else that has seen Tina Turner perform um, Whether it's Abu Dhabi or uh, in Dubai would love to hear from from you Isn't that a lovely song, Uh, Eddie?
4: Yeah, it's beautiful. And that wonderful, rich piano there, like a grand piano. They they, It sounds like a grand, just such a rich production, as we briefly touched on before. And um, yeah, it was interesting that through through the 80s that she was not just influential... um, but there were some direct copies. Do you remember Taylor Dane and yes, then later Anastasia? Yeah. I mean, they literally yeah, yeah. did the whole Tina Turner effect with their
0: voices. Must up. have influenced generations of singers. Yeah,
4: exactly. So it, it, it was a whole. Um, it wasn't just. The, the, the quality of the material itself, they sh- there
0: were people literally wanting to sound just like her. Mm. When it comes to writing for Tina Turner, as, as we know, uh, Martin Offler wrote that one, but quite a few people have put pen to paper with Tina in mind, I think.
1: Yeah, and uh, we mentioned this one last week, and this was a really interesting one because she did the theme of Golden Isle James yeah, Bond. Yeah, the James movie, Bond movie, yeah. But that was actually written by Bono and the Edge from U2. Because <laughs> <laughs> they heard that she was doing it and they was were in, in a similar sort of place, so they kind of went, Right, no, we've got to write this. If Tina Turner's going to be singing it, we've got to write a Bond theme. And, really? Uh, yeah, there's actually a version on YouTube of their original demo. She got that demo and kind of went, don't like this. Really? <laughs> it's just like, well, hang on, it's YouTube's done it for <laughs> me. Um, and then it was great. And uh, one which we, uh, we, we might play later is the one she did with Brian Adams. Um, which was um, a, a great track, a rock track, and that was early on in Brian Adams' career as well, so, yeah, so we'll yeah. chat about that later on. But yeah, there's been been quite a few artists that have written songs for her.
0: Absolutely loved All Around the World, and I had no idea just how revered she was, Down Under in Australia. And joining us on the show right now is the programme director of Virgin, Alex Agisheff. Hey, Lloydy, how are you? Great, great to see you. And I mean, you came over to me and you, said, do you know? do you realise what an impact Tina Turner had that Tina Turner was
5: huge in Australia, you know, and uh, when I was growing up, uh, a lot of listeners here in this part of the world wouldn't know that Tina Turner was actually the face and the voice of the National Rugby League competition. (laughs) Really? So, (laughs) and it was, and the whole idea was to try and bring, you know, a broader audience to Rugby League. It was a very male-dominated sport at that time and, you know, trying to bring families in and, and, and females in. And they decided to try and get, they thought, oh, we'll try and get Tina Turner. And her manager at the time was an Australian. And the then CEO of the Australian Rugby League, uh, John Quayle, thought, let's try and get this song from Tina Turner. What you get is what you see. They tried to get someone else to sing it, but it just didn't work. Well, let's just try and get Tina to sing it. <laughs> and uh, sure enough, she agreed. So, And they said, look, well, this is one day we can shoot this commercial. And this is the Australian competition but we'll shoot it in London. So there was this one day where they flew over to London with a couple of Australia's best-known football players. I think at the time it was uh, Cliff Lyons and, and Gavin Miller. Okay. Some people might know those two players. Uh, at the time, they went to London and, and shot a commercial in a day, and it was to What You Get Is What You See. So that was the <laughs> theme song for the rugby league wow. in 1989. And then later that year, she recorded Simply the Best, and then that became the theme song. So she then recorded right. another TV commercial that song and she remained as part of the face of rugby league i think it was for seven years she even performed at the rugby league grand final in 1993 so yeah. australia absolutely loved her and the australian rugby league community is well and truly mourning her death today because she because they still consider it as the best
0: ever marketing campaign they've ever done for that sport and you were telling me about one radio station that uh, you used to be associated with uh, just played pretty much every single song the catalogue yep. is enormous well that
5: wasn't in australia that was because i actually you know my background is russian yeah. i was lucky enough to to work in russia yeah um before i came here in uh, 2013 and 2014 and i'm of course a programmer um and when i was in russia i couldn't believe how much they adored her there yeah and I'd never heard so many Tina Turner songs played on radio stations like they were in Russia. And I'm talking about people of all ages. Right. You know, you talk to young people, you know, what do you want me to play on, on my you Request know, Spotify show. today? Yeah, so yeah, can yeah. you play me some Tina Turner? I'm going, what? <laughs> Tina Turner? Unbelievable, the impact this woman had right across the world.
0: Alex, absolutely brilliant to have you included in our show on my i Three Point Eight? S- everybody's hero today there's no two ways about it the incredible tina turner and we don't need another hero we're going to go to the telephone lines right now and certainly a friend of dubai i103.8 is gerald lawless and i'm so happy that he's joining us on the show right now um, gerald you've been here a long long time in the uae and you messaged the producer of the business breakfast to say that you actually saw tina perform here in dubai tell me all about it gerald
7: Uh, Yeah, well, my wife, Nasa, and I were... Hi, Mark. How are you? Hi.
0: But
7: but, uh, we were here originally from 1978, and uh, I think it was 1981 or maybe very early in 82, she played at the highest regency.
0: Wow. (laughs) I thought that would be the venue. Uh,
7: Yeah, it was. I think that was... um, She had just broken up from Ike at the time. I think it wasn't that long since she had broken up. And, um, How
0: was the show? What are your memories of the show?
7: Uh, well, what I remember actually was there was a big uh, grand piano, a white grand piano, and she introduced uh, the pianist, a Russian gentleman. So <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> I think it was the first Russian person I had seen. <laughs> uh,
0: was she amazing on stage?
7: Oh, uh, she was fabulous. You know, I don't know I'm I'm not a, a great follower, but I. I I really loved the show, and my wife and I always remember it as uh, something very special. Uh, it was great. Uh, so it was really fun. But I thought, listen, I, I, I love your show because you know so much about music, and I know so little. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just
0: I'm just so happy Gerald that I've actually spoken to someone tonight um that you know saw her in person here in the city of Dubai that really means a lot and and thanks so much for taking a bit of time out to to have a chat with us Gerald it must have been quite sad for you when you heard that headline this morning
7: it was sad especially when you get to my age <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but anyway what to do well, the last, last time you and i met was at the golf remember in ireland it
0: was yes yes yeah, yes over in uh in the lovely country of ireland at la hinch for the uh, uh i think it was the dubai duty-free open wasn't it so anyway gerald Bye. so good to have you Bye. on the show a real pleasure so she has performed guys in in dubai wow. and in Abu Dhabi yeah. as well amazing 1981 amazing. or 82 that outdates even you and me, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> it does, doesn't it? I mean, we just heard that song. Um, uh, you don't. We don't need another hero yeah. um, from a movie again.
1: Yeah, so that was from Mad Max, and uh, it came out in July 1985, and was. Um it was number two in the US, but only because St. "Elmo's Fire" was number one. But um, interestingly enough, it was penned by Terry Britton and Graham Lyle, who was mentioned earlier on. And they did like, a few
0: for her, I think. I didn't think
1: they? there's about forty odd songs. So this this was just after what's Love got to do with it. Mm-hmm. So it almost sounds kind of a bit. You can hear the, the yeah. sit, It was written at the same time. Written, yeah. Those very paddy kind of keyboard sounds. Yeah, and the it? nice kind of little D fifties
0: and, and DX sevens. Yeah, that yeah, lovely. How would have you liked to have paid, played drums for for Tina? Eddie? Oh, it would have been a, a joy
4: because <laughs> yes. she's done some really powerful songs, and uh, it would have been a lot of fun. But I would imagine that anyone that's had the pleasure of working with her
0: personally on stage would have learnt and been thoroughly. Mm. Uh, mm. I'll uh, tell you one war. musician that we all know that um, at one point was her musical director and keyboard player is John Miles. Who, uh, who did that epic song, Music, was my first love. He, yeah, 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 he, yeah. he was yeah. her uh, MD at one point, oh, wow. which is, wow. is amazing. Now, um, a couple of listeners that I reached out to um, today who are avid fans of music, they gave their thoughts on Tina Turner. This is Andy Woods. Very
8: sad to hear the news yesterday of the passing of the legend that is Tina Turner. An extraordinary force of nature and a fabulous performer. She was amazing on screen in the Who film Tommy and just lit up the cinema screen. I was lucky enough to see her live back in the 90s, once in 1990 at the NEC Arena in Birmingham, UK for the Foreign Affair Tour and again about 1998 in Sheffield Arena. The Foreign Affair tour in early 90s was extraordinary and remains one of the best concerts I've ever seen, when she was really top of her game. I recall the anticipation of the audience as the roadies and sound engineers prepared the stage. There was a real electricity in the air that was palpable. As the band started playing, which had amazing production and sound in the arena, a large staircase appeared like it was dropping down from the underside of a spaceship, and she walked down the steps. She had every person in the arena eating out of the palm of her hand. Fabulous lady, fabulous performer, and we will never see the likes of her again. I feel very privileged to have seen her perform.
0: So that's Andy who listens um, to point eight uh, 103.8 um, a lot, obviously. Uh, she, she certainly knows how to make an entrance, as we heard Andy say there, yeah. you know, coming down the stairs. And I was chatting to you earlier on saying that there's a video um somewhere where she it shows her actually arriving to a gig in the limo you know and the guy opens the door out comes tina in in the sparkly little dress and literally walks into the auditorium through the crowd they're all stood up applauding her right up onto the stage the band are so tight they've got it exactly and as soon as she arrives at the microphone straight into the song just so tight Uh, Pro you just brought up Eddie the fact that you know, she's duetted with some of the best in the business
4: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think kel has got a whole list that he's gonna talk about But the one that I came to mind straight away was the the duet she did with David Bowie And the track was Mm -hmm. called tonight and it was a tina turner gig and he came on as a guest and he had a a Tuxedo on and that was when he was like had the the big hair the whole nine yards And it was it was a great uh, great rendition of the song but uh, as Kel's going to tell us now, there's so many f- mega famous people that she's
1: duetted with. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, it's, and I think quite a lot of it as well was where she'd join them on stage because I think that's probably where both artists were really, really comfortable. But she did as uh, the, the Bowie one. She also, with Jagger, they, they, they did a single called State of Shock, which was mid-80s as yeah, well. Yeah. As I mentioned, uh, the Brian Adams one, It's Only Love, was 85. And that was quite early on in Brian Adams' career. Mm-hmm. And that came about because he was supporting her. And what we were saying earlier on about, like, can you imagine just being around her? So he was just starting off in his career. He mm-hmm. was supporting her. And she went, this guy's amazing. So he he, was, he wrote a song for her and said, oh, A he chance? He said she came in the studio, sung it, went out within a day, and everyone was like, did you record that? That was incredible. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Rod Stewart of course it takes two Yeah, um, another big uh, another big hit. There's a funny story as well I must tell you. Uh Elton John of course has come up with a fabulous um Um, kind of tribute to her but at one point they they had a bit of a spat did Tina Turner and Sir Elton John. Uh, If you read his autobiography um, his his latest autobiography Elton um, apparently they were doing a show together and she thought that he wasn't playing Proud Mary on the piano the way it should be
1: played. Uh, would you tell Elton that? Uh, Well exactly
0: (laughs) you know um, telling Elton John that you're not playing that quite right and they they fell out for a little bit um, but um, I'm sure they were great friends at the end but uh, yeah I, I can just imagine somebody going over to Sir elton john and saying you're not playing that right it's the wrong <laughs> feel <laughs> but if anyone was going to do it yeah, yeah, it, would, be, it would be yeah. tina yeah. Because <laughs> any other duets to tell us about
1: yeah well, t- she she worked with annie lennox again on the, on that album um for the mad max album she's done work with eric clapton also she did uh, a version of proud Proud Mary with Beyoncé as well. Oh, so yes. So that kind of brings it Yeah, round and the I know
0: Beyoncé just adores her, doesn't she? Worships yeah. her as, uh, you know, her real mentor.
1: Yeah, and if you actually look at Beyoncé perform, you can track both yeah. of them. Yeah. yeah. The way yeah. She, she's got that feistiness, very, very upfront, almost in the way she looks as well, kind of in the modern age. In a way, if, if like, if Tina Turner was Beyoncé's age, that's exactly what yeah. she'd look like. Mm.
0: Yeah. Of course, she retired to, uh, to Switzerland and, uh, you know, found... Uh, kind of uh, her peace and um, her happiness over in Switzerland. And finally got yeah, married and there. And finally yeah. got married yeah. again. And yeah.
4: it, it, I think at the time it was um, uh, unusual because so many of the the great artists from like 50s, 60s, 70s were residing in, in LA in California yeah, yeah. And, and Beverly Hills and what she, happened. She walked and away she from enough, all that. She'd had enough. It was like, no, I'm done. I want, uh, as you say, a, a better quality of life. Yeah, yeah. Which she did. And it was... Um, Unfortunately she had a stroke uh, before, A couple of years before she passed away And also uh, she had a, a, a Kidney transplant and it was her husband yeah. That donated one of his kidneys Because yeah. she it, Yeah,
0: she was very poorly come the end yeah. Let's go for another piece of music What's love got to do with it?
2: of your hand makes my folks react That it's only the thrill A boy girl While the zets attract It's physical Only logical You must try to ignore That it means more to be, there's a name for it, but there's a phrase that fits, but whatever the reason to do it for
0: Such a lovely feel on that tune. It's beautiful. almost reggae, isn't it? It almost kind of drifts well, toward uh, reggae, anyway. Kells uh, and I were just
4: chatting off uh, off air there about um, the quality of the guitar. It's such a simple uh, yeah. guitar pop, and yet beautiful, rich, and just mm. warm, and... Uh, dare I say going on to the drums A nice fat 80s <laughs> no, Dark sound But <laughs> nice and deep And sort of yeah. thuddy Your kind of drum sound Oh Eddie yes. There. Yes. Yeah.
0: Well, what do we know about that tune?
1: Well it's, it came out on May the 24th 1984 And was It was a biggest uh, Biggest selling song Because it also went to U- uh, Number one in the UK And US which wow. none of our other song, songs have done. Um, it was certified 18 times platinum, which means Ooh. it sold over 18 million copies. Wow. wow. Which wow. is pretty good going. Uh, and again, written by Graham Lyle and, and Terry, Terry Britton. And I think, again, as we said earlier on with this, it just allows the sensuality of her voice to go through. You know, she tells stories you tell stories yeah. through song and it really really resonates just beautiful
0: uh, another couple of sound bites from uh, our uh, listeners and friends of the show Rob juice from theater by QE 2 have this to say
9: hi mark it's Rob from theater by QE2 here just um, very sad to hear about the news of uh, Tina Turner's passing um, one of uh, one of my favorite artists um, from the early stuff with uh, with Ike through to all her later stuff in the 80s and some amazing songs uh, steamy windows um, let's stay together um, and probably one of my personal favourites is Private Dancer, but you can never get away from uh, her version of Proud Mary. Um, the uh, Creedence Clearwater revival, original obviously, um, but her version was just Tina all over. Um, if you want to pay, play something amazing and let let it all go and enjoy some amazing music, then Tina Turner's Proud Mary is where it's at. Anyway. A great artist, and um, she had a good long life, though. That's not a bad knock. I'm, I'd be quite happy to get to my 80s and 90s. Rob, Mark.
0: Yeah, Rob Juice there from Theatre by QE2. Final uh, clip I just want to play. He's a good mate of mine. He's been to 106 Elton John concerts. Uh, Mark Underwood, here's what he had to say.
9: Hi, Mark. Mark Underwood here. Yeah, very, very sad news about the passing of Tina Turner. We've lost a true legend of the music industry there. I was fortunate enough to see Tina once, live in concert. It was a fantastic show at Wembley Arena, London, back in uh, 1987. And what a career she's had, 50 plus years at the top, performing with the best there is. McCartney, Bowie, Bryan Adams and Elton. A very sad loss. Rest in peace, the Queen of Rock and Roll.
0: So there we have it, our little tribute to uh, Tina Turner. Uh, Final remarks from from you guys, Cal?
1: Well, Queen of Rock and Roll for a reason, and I think it's... She she probably lived with everything that happened within her life. I think she probably had about seven or eight lives in one. So that's a life incredibly well lived. But what she gave us something remarkable that voice she invented that kind of singing that kind of performing still relevant today as she was way back in the day and a real trail trailblazer for a time
4: addy yes it is a terrible loss but it's interesting to note that um how great these songs are and we we've listened to a few this evening and they don't sound dated they don't they just sound quality they sound wonderful yeah the queen of rock and soul and um Yeah, rest in
0: peace. Simply the best. Tina Turner.